This podcast is sponsored by the Faith Mission Christian Fellowship Church Incorporated, continuing the vision for end time ministry. Be sure to purchase Kerry Golston's first ever publication, Go Teach My People Faith, co-authored by Lisa Williams, now available on Amazon.com. Interested in becoming a member, giving, or submitting a prayer request? Text Give Prayer or Member to 845-254-2445, fill out the prompts, and a member of our team will contact you. We believe that you'll receive wisdom, understanding, favor of God and men, health to all your flesh and bones, and revelation knowledge as you partake of the word. And we believe that your faith is growing exceedingly. In Jesus' name, amen. Come visit us at 160 West 129th Street in Harlem, New York. We'd love to see your face in the place. But for now, enjoy today's message. I believe, I receive wisdom, understanding, favor of God and men, health to all my flesh and bone, and revelation knowledge as I partake of the word. And I believe that my faith is growing exceedingly in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, one thing before I start. Did you start already? Okay, it's all right, leave it on there. Remember I told you the Lord spoke something to me last week? He said, great grace. He said, great glory. And he said, great faith. And all I said to you was about the glory was, because that's all he told me at the time, was glistening glory. And the Bible speaks a lot about the glory of God. But watch this. He said to me that the glory people who see the glory They'll see the glory in the building you live in. They'll see the glory in the car you drive. They'll see the glory in the clothes you wear. And the glory will point them to me, not to you. The glory will speak of me and not speak of you. So the glory covers you. So when he said, I want you to look a certain way, dress a certain way, and carry on, it was to demonstrate his glory. So when people want to criticize you for looking good, dressing good, driving good, (laughs) say it's for the glory. It's for the glory. It's for the glory. I'm representing the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And I, this is for his glory, not for mine. So you can ain't enough criticism in the world to stop me from glorifying him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Talk to me, Lord, anytime you want to. All right. Today's message. Today's message. The reality of heaven. I said the reality of heaven. Now, Brother Hagin does a message, the reality of heaven and hell. And he talks about the fact that the Bible has more to say about hell than it does about heaven. And that's the truth. Because he wants you to know you don't want to go there. Amen. 
So the, the, the Bible talks a lot about hell and, uh, you know, very little about heaven. So we wanted to look at a little bit of this today because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. you got to have faith for things by getting it from the word of God. You don't have faith for things unless you get it from the word because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we got to present faith to you. And when faith is present, the light will come on. Walk in the light as he's in the light. You can't walk in the light till the light comes. Till the light gets there, it's dark. Amen. That's why some, some saints don't understand about the glory. That's why some saints will tell you, what do you need a Mercedes for? What do you need a Rolls Royce for? The light just told me you needed to glorify me. <laughs> Hallelujah. But faith comes by hearing the word. I got faith for it because I heard the word on the subject. So it's my, my, uh, my discipline or my uh, habit is to read the book of Revelations every year, at least once. I read through the book of Revelations. Generally, I'll do it in December. I may read it again some other time, but every December, I read the book of Revelations. That, that's my custom. That's my habit. Because the word says that he who readeth this is blessed. So I make it a point to read it because I believe what he said. A whole lot of folk don't read it because it's scary. It ain't scary if you know who you are. It ain't scary if you know he ain't talking to you. <laughs> Amen. It's not scary if you know that them, uh, you know, them, them lightning bolts and stuff ain't coming after you. All right. So in reading that in the 21st chapter, in Revelations chapter 21, I want to I want to begin at the the ninth verse. Revelations 21 9. <clears throat> Remember the reality of heaven. And there came unto me one of the seven angels which had the seven veils or vials full of the seven last plagues and talked with me saying, "Come hither, I will show thee the bride, the lamb's wife, the bride the lamb's wife. Now watch this. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. He said he would show me the lamb's wife. Show thee the bride, the lamb's wife. And he showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of where? Heaven. But point here. Jerusalem, the holy city out of heaven, is the bride, not the church. You got that? We are not the bride of Christ. The holy city, Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven, is the bride of Christ. How can we be the bride when we refer to as him and we are Christ. He is the head and we are the body. So that means Jerusalem is our bride also. Hallelujah. All right. Verse 11. Having the glory of God and her light was like unto a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal, 
and had a wall great and high and had 12 gates and at the gates 12 angels and names written thereon which are the names of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. On the east three gates, on the north three gates, on the south three gates, and on the west three gates. And the wall of the city had 12 foundations and in them the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. We kind of spoke about that this morning a little bit. Amen. And he that talked with me had a golden reed to measure the city and the gates thereof and the wall thereof. And the city lieth four square and the length is as large as the breadth. And he measured the city with the reed, 12,000 furlongs. The length and the breadth and the height of it are equal. And he measured the wall thereof in 140 and four cubits according to the measure of a man that is of the angel. And the building of the wall of it was of jasper, and the city was pure gold, like unto clear glass. We're talking about heaven, folk. And the foundations of the wall of the city were garnished with all manner of precious stones. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third a chalcedony, the fourth an emerald, the fifth sardonyx, the sixth sardius, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth a topaz, the tenth a chrysophorus. Ooh, don't say that fast. The eleventh a jacinth. The twelfth an amethyst. <laughs> That's February. I like that. And the twelve gates were twelve pearls. Every several gate was of one pearl. And the street of the city was pure gold, as it were transparent glass. We talking about heaven, folk. And I saw no temple therein, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon, to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. Hallelujah. And the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it, which are saved, which are saved, shall walk in the light of it. And the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor into it, and the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day, for there shall be no night there. <laughs> and they shall bring the glory and honor of the nations into it. And there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who said the Bible don't talk a whole lot about heaven? I mean, there it is right there. And notice he talks about the glory all the time. And that's what he said. And great glory will be upon you, representing him, showing the way of heaven. Oh, Ooh, my, my, my. Okay, okay, let's, let's go. Let's, let's take this journey real quick. John 14, John, the Gospel of John chapter 14. We're going to do it quickly because I must be brief. Hallelujah to Jesus. John, the 14th chapter. This one says the barber's favorites. First three verses. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. This is Jesus speaking. He said, in my father's house, as heaven, are many mansions if it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. 
that where I am, there you may be also. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. And where I am, there you will be also. Turn to, turn to Isaiah 14. Isaiah chapter 14. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Heaven is a real place. Heaven is a real place. Isaiah 14, verse 12. Glory to God. All right, listen to this. Isaiah 14, verse 12. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning, talking about Satan? How art thou cut down to the ground which didst weaken the nation, nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. Into where? I will ascend into heaven. I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God, above God's angels. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Wait a minute. I will ascend to heaven. Go up, which means he must have been down here. He wasn't always up there. His assignment was down here. And he said, I will ascend, where to? To heaven. So even the devil acknowledged heaven. What's wrong with these people out here in this world? Even the devil acknowledges heaven. He said, I want to go there. I want to rule there. <laughs> oh, my. All right. The reality of heaven. Ezekiel 28. Ezekiel. Where are you finding these books? They in my Bible? Yeah, they in there. Kick the dust off. Ezekiel 28. I ain't got time for you, wait for you to find it, so I'm just going to start reading. Ezekiel 28, 11. It reads this way. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus, and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord God, Thou sealest up the sum, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. He's talking to Satan, but he was Lucifer. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Remember, everything on the earth is a copy of what God has in heaven. So there's a Eden, was an Eden here, there's an Eden there. Are you all right? Okay, praise the Lord. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God, every precious stone. Oh, wait a minute. That sounds like what we were reading in Revelations about the stones. He says, every precious stone was thy covering, the sardius, topaz, and the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, and the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, and the carbuncle, and gold, and the workmanship of thy tabrets, and of thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day that thou was created." Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth, and I have set thee so. Thou wast upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. The stones of fire, those precious stones, those diamonds and emeralds and beryls, all of those precious stones that are in heaven. He said, Satan, you walked up and down those stones. I love my flesh. Representing heaven, it's the glory. It's the glory. I said, it's the glory, see? Heaven is real. 
Heaven is real. And this is just a type of it down here. We're just touching the outskirts of what real heaven is. And Satan knew what it was. That's why he wanted to rule and reign there. He wanted to be there. He wanted to get back there. But his assignment was here on earth. So he tore up the earth because he couldn't tear up heaven. Hallelujah. All right. Now turn to Luke 16. Luke chapter 16. More familiar territory to you. You'll find that a lot, quick, a lot more quickly. Matthew, Mark, Luke. Luke 16 and verse 22. All right. 22, 23, and then 25. 22 says, and it came to pass that the beggar died. Speaking of Lazarus and the rich man, the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. Abraham's bosom was a place in the center of the earth. But when Jesus came out, out from the center of the earth, out from, uh, from hell, he took Abraham's bosom with him to heaven. Nobody could go to heaven until that occurred. Hallelujah. So he says, and it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell, the rich man, he lift up his eyes, being in torments and seeing Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Verse 25. But Abraham said, son, remember talking to the rich man, that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things, and, and likewise Lazarus received evil things. But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. Heaven is a place of comfort. Glory to God, we're going to be living large. We're supposed to practice living large down here so we know how to act when we get there. Amen. We won't have to be trained. You know how some kids are, you take them in certain environments, they need training. You can tell, they ain't, well, some folks say they ain't got no home training. Amen. So it is with heaven. See, we're going to live in comfort there. It's a real place. Hallelujah. All right. Now, uh, the, back up to, uh, forward to the 23rd chapter of Luke. 23rd chapter. Oh, I'm moving good. I'm moving good. Luke 23. Verse 43, 23:43. Remember when Jesus was on the cross and, the, uh, and one of the malefactors that was crucified with him said, I, you know, you, you don't deserve this. <laughs> said, we're guilty. If you confess our sins, your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you. Hallelujah. The man didn't even know what he was doing. God takes every opportunity to forgive you. He took this opportunity to forgive this man. And he said to the man, Verily I say unto thee, unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. Glory to God. So that man got a, got a down payment on heaven that day. I said he got a down payment on heaven that day. The real place, heaven. All right, look at the 24th chapter and the 51st verse. Now, this is after Jesus was raised from the dead and he had talked to the disciples and, uh, and the apostles and now he's getting ready to go. In the, 20, in the 51st verse, it says, and it came to pass while he blessed them, he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. He parted from them. He was parted. He didn't part. He didn't separate himself from them, but he was 
caught up to heaven. The same thing is going to happen during the what we call the rapture or the catching away. We may be with someone who's not born again, who's not saved, and we're going to be separated and then caught up to heaven. We ain't going to no place to wait for heaven. Ain't no such place. We're going directly to heaven. We're going to, this is an example of what's going to happen to us because heaven is real. So, so Jesus was talking to these people and, and uh, to the disciples and to the apostles. And because it was time for him to go, he was parted or separated from them because they couldn't go to heaven yet. How come they couldn't go to heaven yet? It wasn't time. In the fullness of time, they can go. In the fullness of time, you can go. You can go to that real place, heaven. I'm telling you, you're going to step out of this world into that world. You're going to be the same you, but you're only going to be in comfort, in the lap of luxury. Hallelujah. And you're going to go without bunions? Amen. You're going to go without flat feet? And if you don't have none, you're going to get some hair on the way. Hallelujah. Amen. Because everything is good there. Amen. All right, all right, all right. Let's go, let's go, let's go. I, I recognize that some folk don't have hair because they don't want none. Bernard Levin? Yay, amen. Your hair coming back. Glory to God, amen. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, let's look at 2 Corinthians 12. 2 Corinthians 12. I got to hurry, I got to hurry. 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Glory to God. Thank God everybody going to be pretty in heaven. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Y'all know you know some ugly people. Amen. You trying to get them to heaven? <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right. All right. All right. Second Corinthians 12, 12, 12, 12. Glory to God. Verse 1, verse 1, verse 1. It is not expedient for me, doubtless, to glory. I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. I knew a man in Christ about 14 years ago. Whether in the body, I cannot tell. Or whether out of the body, I cannot tell. God knoweth. Such an one caught up to the third heaven. Caught up to the third heaven. Caught up to the third heaven. For there to be a third heaven, there has to be a first heaven and a second heaven. The first heaven is the, is the atmosphere that's around us here. That's the first heaven. The second heaven is what we call outer space. But beyond that, there's another heaven. Glory to God. The third heaven. And that's where, that's where Paul said he was caught up to. Whether in the body or out of the body, he doesn't know. But he knows he went there. He knows he went there. Folks, heaven is a reality. It's a real place. Blessed be God, hallelujah. And to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And if I'm present with the Lord, I got to be in heaven because that way he be. Amen. Amen. Glory to God, hallelujah. All right, so, <laughs> so Paul said, I knew this man, verse 2. I knew a man in Christ about 14 years ago, whether in the body I cannot tell or whether out of the body I cannot tell, God knoweth. Such a one caught up to the third heaven. And I knew such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell, God knoweth. How that he was caught up 
into paradise. Now he calls it paradise. Now what I'm doing is I'm just I'm just confirming what I was saying to you earlier that this paradise in heaven is the same place. Paradise was taken to heaven and it became one big place. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Say so, so Paul said I was caught up to paradise. He called it heaven earlier. Now he's calling it paradise. How that he was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable words which it is not lawful for a man to utter. In other words, it's not lawful for you to say it. You can't tell about it until the Lord releases you to tell about it. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, turn to Acts, the 10th chapter. Acts chapter 10. I'm almost done. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Ask folk, you want to go to heaven? No, I won't go to heaven. What do you mean you don't want to go to heaven? You don't want to go to heaven? No. Uh -uh. What do you mean you don't want to go to heaven? You want to go to hell? No, I don't want to go there either. He said, well, why you don't want to go to heaven? He said, well, I thought you was getting up a load now. I wasn't ready to go. <laughs> Hallelujah. Acts chapter 10, verse 9. <laughs> Are you there? Verse 9. On the morrow, as they went on their journey and drew nigh unto the city, Peter went up upon the housetop to pray about the sixth hour. And he became very hungry and would have eaten. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance and saw, and saw heaven open, saw heaven open. He was talking about what he could see right here in the heavenlies. The, the atmosphere above us and the, and the, and the uh, outer space above that, he said he saw it open. And saw heaven open and a certain vessel descending unto him as it had been a great sheet knit as the four corners, knit at the four corners and let down to the earth. Wherein were all manner of four-footed beasts of the earth and wild beasts and creeping things and fowls of the air. And there came a voice to him, rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice spake unto him again the second time, what God hath cleansed that call not thou common. This was done thrice, and the vessel was received up again into heaven. And while Peter doubted in himself what this vision which he had seen should mean, behold, the men which were sent from Cornelius had made inquiry for Simon's house and stood before the gate and called and asked whether Simon, was, who was surnamed Peter, was lodged there. While Peter thought on the vision, the Spirit said unto him, Behold, three men seek thee. Arise, therefore, and get thee down, and go with them, doubting nothing, for I have sent them. Then Peter went down to the men which were sent unto him from Cornelius, and said, Behold, I am he whom ye seek. What is the cause wherefore ye are come? Now, he told them about the dream that he had, and he realized that this thing, this, this sheep knit at the four corners, let down to him from heaven, was God speaking to him, telling him that you are not to judge people. Everybody is acceptable unto me. There shall be no prejudice in heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everybody's the same in heaven because he let down this thing and he showed all different four-footed beasts and creeping things. And he said, slay and eat anything that you want to, because that's the way it's going to be in heaven. Whatever you want is available. Whatever the desire of your heart is, is right there. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I, I, I'm, just, I'm just sorry more of you didn't get to, to view the video, the, the DVD on, on Jesse going to heaven, on Jesse the plant is going to heaven. I mean, it, is, it, it, it opens your eyes to some things. 
Praise God. So there will be no prejudice there. Did you ever notice that God is not worried about prejudice? I mean, we get all bent out of shape. We get upset. We get mad. We want to fight. We want to protest. We want to march. We want to do all kinds of things. And God don't even, he don't even raise his eyebrow. Because he knows he's going to straighten them out. Amen. Before they get through, before they get through the clouds, they'll be straight. Because when they get to heaven, there'll be no, <laughs> there'll be no prejudice there. There'll be, and the scripture says that you can live life down here, that's back in the Old Testament, like heaven upon the earth. So we live here like that. But you got to have faith for that. Because folk gonna try you. See, them folk in heaven ain't gonna try you. But these folk here, they're gonna try you. Amen. All right, all right, let's move on. Let's move on. Okay, first John chapter five. I'm almost done. First John, first John, little John in the back of the book. Hallelujah to Jesus. First John. Glory to God. Chapter five. And verse seven. Listen to this. Stuff we read all the time speaks of the reality of heaven. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. You talk about agreement. There's more most powerful agreement in all of all of creation is right there. The Father, hallelujah, the Word and the Holy Ghost. And they bear record in Heaven, the reality of heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. Now let's look at, let's go back to uh, Revelations for a minute since we're close by. Revelations chapter two. We're close by, so let's run over there real quick, like. Chapter two, verse seven. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh, Will I give to either the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. We've already established that paradise is with is in heaven. We've already established that that's the, the place that Jesus took from the center of the earth up to heaven. And he said, whoever overcomes till the end. <laughs> Glory to God. Let me read it again. He that hath an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God, right in his presence. But he that overcometh, you can't go halfway. You can't say, well, I got saved in 1982. And then in, in 2007, you know, I decided to do something else. Therefore, I, I, I'm in. No, you're not. That's some of the folks he said, depart from me. I never knew you. You have to, you have to endure until the end. And the way you endure is up to you. I intend to endure like heaven. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. Eighth chapter of, of Revelations. Eighth chapter. And the tenth verse. 
And the third angel sounded, and there fell a great star from heaven. Where did it fall from? From heaven, burning as it were a lamp. And it fell upon the third part of the rivers and upon the fountains of, the, of waters. It fell from heaven. And the name of the star is called Wormwood. And the third part of the waters became Wormwood. And many men died of the waters because they were made bitter. Somebody else got kicked out of heaven. There is a kicking out. See, y'all forget about that, see? There is a kicking out. Some folk think, oh, if I get in, that's it. There is a kicking out. You still going to have your free will. Yeah. Okay, 12, 3. <laughs> and there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns, and seven crowns upon his heads. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven, and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered, for to devour her child as soon as it was born. So this is Satan. And a third, watch this now, he drew the third part of the stars, the stars of heaven, referred to the angels of heaven. He drew a third of them with him. A third of them went with him. And guess what? With that great army of a third of the angels, he was still kicked out. Him and the third. You, you think you got your boys with you? you gonna, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna take care of this. We gonna tighten this up. I got a third of the angels with me. Angels are, are exceeding great in power and strength. Still got kicked out. Still got evicted. Cause two thirds remained, and God remained. And those of you who were who who were fortunate enough to to view the DVD of, of Brother Jesse Duplantis, and you know he went to heaven. He said that when he saw God's hand, he said God just, just barely moved his, his little pinky finger and the angel flew back against the wall just like the knocked him out of heaven. So all of their power is not enough to overcome God. Hallelujah. And then finally, Mark the 12th chapter. Mark chapter 12. And we're going to close. Amen. I know you've been waiting to close. But I don't care. Amen. I don't get insulted. It don't bother me a bit. I learned how to abase and how to abound. Glory to God. That's all right. I'll go home and get in my steam shower. I can be mad all you want to. I don't care. Don't bother, don't bother me. Mark chapter 12. Amen. All right. Mark chapter 12. Hallelujah. Verse 23. You know, these, these guys trying to trap Jesus again. They're trying to trap him, talking about wives and all that stuff, and who's going to be whose wife in heaven and all that stuff. You know, and uh, I think Brother Jesse referred to that. He said, there's going to be some trouble in heaven when daddy get there. Cause, mom, cause mother went there first, and daddy, re, daddy remarried. And when daddy show up with that woman, 
Jesse said, it's going to be, be some trouble in heaven. No, there ain't going to be no trouble. Ain't gonna be, God took care of all of it. He took care of it. So don't, don't, don't even concern yourself about that. He, he, he's handled it before. You didn't sneak up on God with something he never, never encountered before. So, <laughs> hallelujah. So in the 23rd verse, these brothers, this brother had only seven, uh, seven, the seven brothers had this one woman to wife. And the 23rd verse says, In the resurrection, therefore, when they shall rise, whose wife shall she be of them? For the seven had her to wife. And Jesus answering said unto to them, Do you not therefore err, because you know not the scriptures, neither the power of God? For when they shall rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are as the angels which are in heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you don't have to worry about you know, how many wives you had or how many husbands you had down here. When you get to heaven, God will straighten it all out. It won't be a problem. Amen. You don't have to worry about it. I don't want to go to heaven because I know he's there. <laughs> Amen. You don't have to worry about it. Everything's going to be all right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you. We bless you. We honor you. We glorify you, Lord. We lift up your name. We believe that the word that was spoken today will germinate in the hearts of the people and it will produce the harvest that you desire. We believe, Father God, that they are well able not only to receive the word, but to benefit from it, to receive the harvest from it, and to keep it in the midst of their hearts. Father, thank you again. We bless you, and we thank you, Lord Jesus, and we say happy birthday to you, and Merry Christmas to all, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, and amen. All right, man. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you received something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at New FMCF. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord and he is coming soon.